Evolution at Org podcast coming your way, episode 562. Today we're going to have another fun one. It's called Possible Issues with Steroids and Pregnancy. So this is a, a, a one that we really, really have to get into. So, um, you know, it comes up as a question a lot, Mobster, on the forum, men and women. Uh, we see it every now and then uh, where people, they're trying to have, we just had one a few days ago. I can't remember which one of the forums it was on, but they were trying to have a kid. And they were having trouble. So I always find it interesting that the people who are trying so hard to have a baby, they have such a difficult time. But then you hear stories and you watch, you know, Maury or whatever. And people, they actually have done this before on, on Maury or one of those, you know, talk shows where they got half the people who are like, People who are desperate to have children, they were in their 30s, they were married, they were stable, they had money, they really, really would make good parents. You know, they have a lot of love to give. I'm not just saying money, obviously, but they have a lot of love to give. But you do need money to have a kid, I mean, in modern times. And then you have the other half of the people who were teenagers, were dumb teenagers who are having sex at 14, 15 years old and getting pregnant. And some of them had already one or two kids by the time they were like 16, 17. Yeah. And they don't know jack shit and they like work, you know, a minimum wage job and they have no education, no career, no nothing. But those are the people who are able to have kids just by accident. It's a, it was an accident, like literally just like the guy sticks it in and 10 seconds later, he ejaculates, boom, now you're pregnant. But then the people who've been trying for years and years can't have a baby. So isn't that funny how it works? Um, so one of the first things I tell people who come on is stop stressing out over it. Like literally just stressing out over getting pregnant is going to prevent you from getting pregnant and it's the same thing with anything it, it's the same thing with libido it's the same thing with building muscle building strength we got people who, who stress out like oh my god i got blood work i'm 22 years old and i got blood work and my test levels are only at 200 or 300 i'm like why are you even getting blood work at 22 in the first place i didn't get i didn't get my blood work done at 22 the first time i ever tested my my hormones i was like 28 or 29 your, your HPTA doesn't finish developing when you're 22. So your testosterone levels, you know, are not going to may not peak until you're in your mid 20s, even late 20s in some instances. So you're just stressing yourself out unnecessarily. Um, and that's actually driving down these numbers and driving down your fertility, ironically. So I find that funny. Um, a lot of people I know, they're so desperate to have kids and then they'll have a miscarriage and they'll try again and and it won't work out. And, and, and then it's just like, it's just, they just keep stressing out over it and it just takes all the fun out of it. And literally it, it, their marriage turns into like a little job, a literal job of getting married. So that's my first tip, mobster. If you're trying to have a baby is stop stressing out over it. Just let it happen naturally. And if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. And then in the end, you can always have adoption. I'm a strong advocate for adoption, not just with, with yeah. human babies, but also for pets. Instead of going and buying from a breeder or, or having your own kids, adoption is always an option. So in the end, you can always, you know, be able to have a child and, and love a child. So, but anyway, I'm, I'm going to have a tangent on this. Mobster, why don't you talk a little bit about, yeah, about this? Yeah. Just for a second, guys. So we're going to be talking specifically today about the effect specifically anabolic peds and steroids on on pregnancy but what steve's a lot of what steve said is true one of the issues steve and i've looked at this um if you have college and university 
what we call further education here in the United Kingdom, you're not getting into your careers till later, mid-20s at the earliest. And then what happens, because obviously you've invested a great deal of money and or time and effort into your education, is you then start to focus on your career, Steve. So you're typically not even beginning to think about having a child to your 30, which is five, six, seven years into your career. Uh, typically, uh, and this is just statistical type information, most people, men and women, are hitting their absolute peak around 30, 35 years of age. I think it is, it's, it's 30 for women in terms of the old biological clock, the analogy that people talk about. And with guys, they're hitting their career peak the physical peak, but the career peak around 35 years of age. Typically, if you were what we call a profession, like a solicitor, a lawyer, that kind of higher educated type uh, profession, that's about the time when you're absolutely killing it, Steve. You, you know, you're out there kicking ass in court and whatever else. And again, this with architects, engineer, whatever. The problem is that also means that people like that, as you say, who, hurt, who have the income, have set themselves up well-educated, have left it late. And that's without getting into, and Steve's addressed this in another uh, podcast, when we talk about pollution, poor quality food, and so on and so forth. All of these things, in and of themselves, leaving it late, don't, you know, wait until you're 40, that kind of stuff to have a kid, then have to have IVF. And then, as Steve's touched upon, the issue of sterility in, in the general population, Steve, never mind the redneck genes like Steve's touched upon when he talks about those chat shows, but the, the sterility, in spite of the fact that we've actually got more people on the planet than we've ever had before. Sterility or the quality, if you like, in terms of uh, the male and female's uh, ability to have children is actually, especially in the Western world, which you know, Steve and I, most of our listeners will be listening from, is going down uh, compared to your aunties and your uncles, but especially compared to, say, your granddads. You're, you're looking back, say, three generations and their, their ability to have children, to procreate, the quality of their sperm, the quality of their eggs, their number, uh, the times when they were having is way better. It's just, it's a measurable number. And that's, Steve, so whether it's, it's piss poor water coming out of your tap, low quality food, uh, stressful lives, the fact that we seem, as Steve says, touched upon the stress stuff. Literally, we sometimes now, because of the availability of information, uh, news, films, whatever, we're more stressed now about things that years ago we wouldn't have been stressed by, whether that's bills or debts, mortgages, all these kind of things. And so, I mean, I know that, that I've referred to the local professional bodybuilder. Um, wasn't mega late, but I think he was approaching 40. His wife, as she became, would have been uh, late 20s, early 30s, and they had to go down the IVF route. And, you know, it's, it's been properly upsetting for them that they've posted on this because they decided recently to try for another trial. And it's way harder now, just a few years down the road, than it was before. And as I said, that's just from leaving it longer, the pollution, everything else that we think about. But today's topic especially is because the question often comes up, I'm taking steroids and my girlfriend might be pregnant. We'll talk about that. But we're especially going to talk about the effects on anabolic steroids, anabolic PEDs on the women, Steve. So, yeah, super, super important subject. I didn't think there was going to be much to talk about in this regards today. I've kind of wiped the, the uh, not that fast when I've seen the question come up on the forums. But it's way more important and that some of the stuff that we're going to talk about, you really want to pay attention to, because I think it's absolutely a service we're doing today with regards to the potential effects. And you really need to pay attention to some of the stuff that the information we're going to give out today. Back to you, Steve. So let's get into the HBTA and what happens. Now, females and males have different effects where, where they use steroids. And 
you know, in this one, um, it's very important to understand as a male, when your HPTA is developing, remember how I said on the last segment, your HPTA continues to develop well into your 20s. Some of you, you know, will will keep developing, you know, well into your 20s. Some of you is early 20s. It just depends. Um, it depends on your genetics, your ethnic background, all kinds of stuff. Like, I, like for me, I developed much younger. I started like growing facial hair like 11 years old. I mean, I had hairy legs by the time I was 13. It was like embarrassing. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So some of us, you know, we develop really younger and some of you won't even have facial hair until you like you're in your late 20s. So everybody's a little different. Um, and it depends, you know, on your genetics and all that stuff. Um, some of you will stop growing earlier and all that stuff. But look, uh, jokes aside, what happens is while your body is developing, if you use anabolic steroids and you shut your DHPTA down, you interfere with that feedback loop. Um, that big circle of pituitary gland, LHFSH, leadic cells, testes, testosterone, estrogen, feedbacking back into the pituitary, that big circle, the way your HPTA works, and you interfere with it, okay? You're going to cause an issue. It's just like, it's just like a, a river and a beaver, um, they put up the, the wood to block the dam, right? They, they, I'm sorry, to block the river and they create a dam. Well, it's the same thing. When you start using anabolic steroids at a young age, you interfere with that. And it's absolutely has the potential to permanently affect your HPTA for years to come. This is why a lot of guys, when they're young, their doctors will tell them before they put them on TRT, a smart doctor will tell them, not an anti-aging clinic, but a smart doctor who actually cares will tell you, you need to do, you need to freeze your sperm. Um, because what happens is you're not going to be producing sperm later on. If I put you on TRT at 25 years old, you will not produce sperm by the time you're 35. It's going to be very, very hard. Um, now, can you recover in a later time? Yes. There are different tactics that you can use. One of the tactics is going to be coming off all hormones. That's step one. You have to come off all hormones. As long as you're on hormones, you're signaling your pituitary glands not to function and you're putting up that dam on the river and you're not allowing your body to produce any sperm, you see? So you're going to have to come off. There's different things that you can use. Uh, we've seen a study that came out of Egypt that showed vitamin E plus Clomid actually boosted fertility in men. That's a good sign that's a good signal that there is hope but you do have to come off hormones and that's not going to be a fun experience so load up on the testosterone boosters vitamin e and clomid start there if that doesn't work the next step that a doctor a fertility doctor will have you do as a male is start messing around with some of these hormones that bypass the pituitary gland and just stimulate the testes into producing more of testosterone and more sperm so then getting your testes to be plumped up this is kind of a last ditch resort and that would involve hmg and or hcg and that again uh the, the big mistake guys are making is they're going after those early and i don't recommend that as i said these are last ditch resorts because once you go down that route it's going to be even harder to go down the route of coming off everything and then using the Clomid, the vitamin E, the testosterone boosters 
to get your pituitary glands to function, not just bypassing it and just going after your testes as ACG and HMG do. So those are some options to think about as a man. Now for a female, also actually ACG has was designed. One of the reasons it's, it, I'm not going to say was designed, but one of the reasons that it's been used for this purpose was was in female fertility, not in male fertility. So that's a big misconception we see out there. People think that ECG was used, um, ever used for male fertility and was not. It was kind of just a last-ditch resort type of thing. But for women, it's different. When women use anabolic steroids, it's not the same as men. Because women, women, it's through, uh, they don't have the same type of HPTA system as men do. So it's completely different. So women actually don't shut themselves down the way men do. But with women, it's a little different. And we're going to kind of get into that on uh, on the next segment. I'll bring in Mobster. Yeah, something that's just occurred to me, Steve, while you were talking, and, and I remember hearing about this, is uh, if you've had some medical conditions, which is where the idea originally came from, for example, cancer, or you're in a high-risk uh, a career, the job you do, the sport you're involved in, whatever else. The guys were having, um, they were donating, but they're actually having their own sperm frozen seeds. So not only were they donating to a sperm bank, that's one thing you could do, but literally, uh, you know, you've spoken to your wife, you're having cancer treatment, the chemotherapy is going to just smash your sterility to, to smithereens. It's going to cause you big problems. And so they would, before the treatment taking place, before this career goes full ball, whatever, and especially, again, if you're planning on having children later on, but you know that, you know, there's going to be issues because you're educated again with sterility later on in life, having their sperm frozen. It seems just from a personal point of view, Steve, that you're kind of sort of planning on being sterile later on, that you know, your career or the sport, or of course, medically, it's slightly different, is, is such a thing to you in terms of your career or the sport, so important that you know there might be problems and so you're you're placing that head of the idea that you're going to have a baby, and you're kind of planning for it. It's, it's it still feels a little bit. I get it, I understand it, and of course, I'm with something that's super important here. Uh, the majority of our listeners tend to be younger. The majority of steroid users tend to be younger, uh, certainly around 25, 26, 27 years of age. And we see a lot of uh, Steve and I have seen this many times. I mentioned it on other podcasts where the some of the younger more keen i want to be a mr olympia i want to get out there i want to weigh 260 pounds whatever and and you'll say to them listen you're too young you need to wait a little bit you wait till your endocrine system your your heptar is fully developed and they they're like yeah not interested don't care not going to have kids etc etc and steve and i've talked about this multiple times we give this advice on the forum all the time you will change your mind i think it's i can't think of one example right now off the top of my head steve where we haven't seen where we, where we have seen people come back and say, you know what, I still don't want kids. That's very rare. It's fine if you're 40 or 50 years of age. It's fine if you've already got kids, that kind of situation. But, you know, the decision is taken away from you because you made a different decision 10 years ago and you will change your mind. So the, 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 the issues of sterility, the issues of anabolic steroids, especially in men on sterility, is super, super important in that particular regard because you are literally removing an opportunity for something that you almost certainly will change your mind over later in life. Like I said, it's, it's one it's one thing, Steve, to talk about careers and then realise that you maybe you should have got pregnant, had kids earlier. It's the same thing again if you use an anabolic steroids and you're kind of 
destroying or at least lowering to a statistical small amount the likelihood of uh, having a baby because of poor decision making earlier on. So these things are super, super important. You really, oh, you need to certainly sit down and talk with your partner about these things. Uh, and you certainly need to start thinking not just how you think now, but whether your mind will change at some point in the future. So keep that in the back of your mind, guys. Thank you. Yeah, so because females produce testosterone via their ovaries, men produce testosterone through latex, as, as I talked about earlier, obviously your doctor is going to have a different strategy from both of you to help boost your fertility overall. Now, one of the things that you can do as a male which is very easy and what this doesn't involve a doctor. If you're listening to this and you're curious, hey, where's my fertility levels? You can actually go online and purchase a fertility test and have it delivered to you. You can get the test done yourself at home. You don't have to go in anywhere. Now, the, the at-home testing isn't going to be as accurate as going into a clinic. It's not, it's, um, I, it, it's going to be a lot, uh, in terms of a, a, a you know, the cost, um, a cheap fertility test that you just do at home, it's just going to basically tell you kind of like, do you have no sperm or do you have sperm? You know, uh, enough sperm detected to 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 show up. So it's not going to give you like a, an accurate number. But if you just want to go that route, for whatever reason, you're not that curious, but you're curious and you want to see, yeah, I've been using steroids for a few years. I want to see where I'm at or I'm on TRT for a few years. I want to see where I'm at. You could go that route. But if you want to get an accurate exact number where it shows exactly, yeah, you've got this much sperm per, you know, whatever. Um, and you want to get an accurate number and kind of cross check that of, you know, what are the chances of me um, having a baby that you can always just go into a clinic and get get it get it tested that way. Um if you know, and I'm sure insurance uh, does cover at least a portion of that. So that would be a lot cheaper. So yeah, so again, um, you know, I want to touch back on uh, what monster said earlier, because you guys know me, I'm very uh, anal about this sort of thing. No, no pun intended. But um, when it comes to our environment, what we're doing on the environment, the water in the United States, pretty much 80 90% of the water that comes out of the tap in the United States is toxic. And will it kill you? Like, if you go to a third world country and drink the water, are you going to end up with diarrhea? Are you going to end up getting, like, you know, um, uh, you know, up all night throwing up from drinking the water because it's full of worms, um, eggs, yeah, virus? Yeah, exactly. Um, that no, because what happens is the water is treated. So it's but the problem is when they treat the water, they're adding chemicals to the water, such as chlorine and other toxic chemicals that they add to it that will add to chances of getting cancer. And a lot of it is cancer, this cancer, that. So this is why I always stress not to drink water out of your tap. Always make sure it's filtered. Uh, better yet, you can get a water softener, put it outside, a good quality water softener. Be careful. There's a lot of scammers that put these in. I mean, they'll charge you thousands and it's like a garbage system. So make sure you read reviews. Make sure you know, um, you touch base with your neighbors and make sure you're putting in a correct one. But absolutely, it's very, very important. Um, 
to cook, you could cook with filtered water at home. And then if you don't have a water filtration system that connects in, in the home, you can always just buy, you know, water, good quality water. And, and again, be careful. A lot of bottled water is also tap water and full of toxicity. So make sure you're checking on that as well. Um, but anyway, long story short, the the like we like monster talking about the man. Look, the, the planet is punishing us. We're we're actually filming this podcast in the middle of a heat wave all over the country where people and honestly, a lot of skeptics about climate change have actually I was reading an article yesterday about it. They've come out and said, Yeah, we were wrong. Um, you know, obviously we're done trying to be, you know, political about it and we're gonna say straight up it's happening. So now they wanna their plan to combat it is to plant 1 trillion trees across America or 1 billion trees across America. I can't remember the number, but the point is just planting those many trees is going to help, but it's not going to fix the problem. And one of the things that we have to do is you as a consumer need to stop consuming uh, poor quality foods, poor quality water. And once you do that, companies will realize, hey, we're not making sales anymore. So we're going to start doing selling more healthy things. So in with that note, if you want to boost your fertility, both male and females, you have to do a better job of putting natural things in your body and not chemicals, not processed junk, not fast food, not restaurant food, all these refined oils, all these refined sugars that are in all our foods. You got to do a better job of avoiding that. That's going to be step one. Step two is when you are pregnant and you first hear you're pregnant, the woman absolutely needs to come off steroids. If you're a female that uses steroids, you need to come off immediately. Yep. Anything, anything. And mobster, I'm going to bring a mobster to touch on that. But look, anything, not just steroids, but anything that goes in your body needs to be completely natural and needs to be high quality to give that fetus because anything you are feeding yourself is being fed to that fetus so if you want to give the fetus the best chance to come out healthy you want to make sure you're not putting a damn thing in your body even a tylenol is toxic to that baby because it has it's liver toxic right so anything like really you got to be so on point of what you're going to do it's very very important to give that baby the best chance especially as as mobster said earlier we need money to have kids in the United States now, mobster, it costs about $350,000 to raise a child, not counting yeah. college costs. That's the same here. It's about a quarter of a million pounds yeah. from, from, from when they're born to when they leave home. Yeah. Yeah. And the government doesn't provide enough help to people who have children. Now, in some countries, they're actually paying people to have children now. They have to. Because it's impossible for people to have kids and raise them because of the of if you compare cost of living versus what people are making. And when you're pregnant and you're having a baby and having to raise that baby, it's going to take time away from work. And if you go into work, it's going to take you're going to have to pay for someone to watch that baby, even either hire a nanny at home, which is incredibly expensive, or you're going to have to take them to a daycare. So. From an economic perspective, as you guys can tell, I talk a lot about economics. That's what happens when you have a finance degree as well. But um, from an economic perspective, it doesn't make any sense to have children now. So again, as Mobster said, you're ha we're having children later on. We're having children later on when our sperm levels as males are lower because of the environmental issues, but also because as humans, 
we're not really designed to live as long as we're living now. So we're not designed to necessarily have kids in our 40s and 50s because our ancestors 100,000 years ago were dying at 25. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So so that's kind of the, the logic behind it. And then uh, so that kind of – but Monster, yeah, I'll, I'll let you jump in. Yeah, I mean, it, here's the thing. I think the, the, the male and female sterility thing is a huge part, but um, it's kind of obvious. And and I'm going to give you some of the quote unquote gory details, right? So we know, we know. I would say all of our listeners are intelligent enough to know that smoking and drinking is not ideal, but especially when that has an effect on both men and women in terms of sterility. But again, especially in the fetal stage, if you're pregnant. Smoking is a bad idea because, like Steve said, the pollutants are going into your body and then they could be filtered down to the baby. There are it's one of those inarguable things, Steve. People like to think that they can roll a dice, but you roll the dice having, as we discussed earlier, having a baby later, and you're rolling a dice when you think, oh, the cigarette I'm having now or the drink that I'm having on a Saturday night, especially in the first trimester, the first three months, isn't having an effect. It is, and it's statistically provable. It's like, you know, 100 babies are born. And then there's going to be like this percentage of babies that have affected by the smoking in terms of being underweight, uh, in terms of having uh, arguable medical conditions and so on and so forth. They tend to be a much higher number than those where the parents wasn't using anabolic stories in this example, as we discussed in today. And, you know, they live in a place, they eat good food, et cetera, et cetera. That's, it's just out there, guys. There's no argument. But I want to talk specifically for the next few minutes, Steve, about the effects particularly of using steroids. So this is from the Mayo Clinic. May cause a development of male features in the female fetus and premature growth and development of male features and the male fetus. So literally what we, we, we call virilization. And virilization in females would be, what's another word is masculinization, male features like beard, the hair growth on the face, enlargement of the Adam's apple. This is in athletes that are using steroids, female athletes that are using steroids. Now, the other issue with female athletes, that Steve and I talked about in a pre-show, is quite simply, especially in competitive athletes, and I'm thinking of Olympic and field athletes as well as bodybuilders, we tend to have very, very low body fat levels compared to the general population. And the simple stress of training reach a peak in an Olympic athlete for the Olympic Games can cause cessation of the monthly cycle. So that's going to have an effect. Now, in steroids, that's going to specifically have an effect. There's a development right there. There's even an argument about uh, a higher number of birth defects, Steve, uh, testicular atrophy in the male fetus. And there are even statisticals, there's studies done on proving that there are higher numbers of fetal babies being born with autism as a result of steroid use by the parent pre previously or up to and including the early stages of the pregnancy before they realised they were pregnant. So, you guys, I mean, there's another one as well, Steve, and that we touched upon, which is going to cause problems. Some steroids were specifically developed, as we talked about on other shows, for particular medical treatments, and that would include, for example, more cells in the blood carrying more oxygen, which gives a higher risk for clotting. So, again... In a female athlete, regardless of whether she's pregnant or not, that might mean, as an example, more blood during menstrual cycle, that part of the cycle. And, of course, it's therefore a higher likelihood of clotting. And, again, you're pregnant. You want, us to, you want the baby to come out well. You want to have the baby yourself, a good pregnancy, so to speak. 
you don't want to have issues with bleeding during the pregnancy. So these these kind of things, whether we're talking about fertility, which is a super important thing for all of our listeners, or but specifically the medical issues of of steroids, anabolic steroids especially, in pregnancy is absolutely, you've got to pay attention to these things. I want you to be educated as a listener. We want you to go, we want you to be well aware of the problems. And as we talk about with this thing, and I use the analogy earlier on, Steve, I don't want them rolling the dice. What's your thoughts before we finish? Yeah, but at the end of the day, look, the proof is in the pudding. I think everybody listening to this agrees with, you know, the stuff that we're saying. I don't think anybody is saying, oh, Steve, you don't know what you're talking about. Look, the bottom line is fertility rates are tanking. There's actually a fertility crisis right now in the United States. Um, are, you know, And so if you're having a hard time having a kid, you've got to, you know, you've got to just realize, just take a breath and realize, look, it's everybody. It's, just not, it's not just you. And look, if it's not meant to be, it's not meant to be. It's not the end of the world if you don't have a baby. No. no. I mean, look, I mean, some people, I mean, like straight up like me, mobster, I don't believe in having children. I think I think the world is too overpopulated. I know. Oh, the world. Yeah. And there's just yep. too many people and the earth is punishing us. Like when you get overpopulation, the earth will start punishing you. And uh, and that's just how it is. And we got to we we got to just. You know what? We cannot give the planet to the next generation where it's this bad. And um, it's we've got to do a better job of taking care of the planet where there's just too many people. Um, and it's it's ridiculous. I mean, the, the city of Mumbai, India, has 27 million people. It's yeah. one city, 27 yeah. million people. New York City, United States. How many people are in New York City? 13, 14 million in one yeah. city. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, Mexico, it's not, 20, 20 million. London's, I think, eight, eight and a half million. And we're roughly looking at eight billion people on the planet. So we're still having kids. I think the thing of it today, is, especially for today's podcast, Steve, is we want you to be informed. We want you to be educated. We want you to know the risk. And obviously, as we talk about when we're talking about stacks and cycles, and especially Steve and I, when we come to our moderate stance on the dosages, etc., we want you to be able to adapt in these specific situations so that you minimize the risk of sterility you minimize the risk of issues with pregnancy and you and you are aware now again as i say most of our listeners will be younger ahead of time so that even if you have to do things like have eggs frozen having sperm frozen and being aware as i said earlier on because we see this again and again and again that you will change your mind in regards to how important as to really is a younger age versus how you'll think when you're later later on. Uh, and again, you know, this typical steroid user tends to be more highly educated, have more disposable income, uh, and so on and so forth. So, you know, the listeners have the intelligence, I believe, but we want to make sure that they're aware of the risk in this particular regard. Super, super important. Look after yourself, listeners, and eat well, like Steve says, and be aware that things that you're doing outside of steroids can also be having an effect. Please note, we are not doctors and opinions are ours. It is our view and based on our experience and views on the topic. Our podcasts are for informational purposes and entertainment only. The freedom of speech and the First Amendment applies.